Hello there and welcome to this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast with me, your host, Declan Walsh. And in each episode, we revisit some of the everyday poetry that may have been part of our lives and also perhaps discover some new poems along the way, while all the time not professing to be either a poet or a literary scholar. In this episode, I'm delighted to take a look at one of my father's favourite poems, Lament for Thomas MacDonagh by Francis Ledwich. Francis Edward Ledwich was an Irish war poet and soldier, and sometimes known as the Poet of the Blackbirds. He was born in 1887 and died in July 1917, just aged 29. He was born in Slane in County Meath, and one of a family of nine. And times were extremely tough, and Francis left school at the age of 13, working as a farmhand, road repairer and copper miner, among other things. He continued to educate himself and was a keen poet, writing wherever he could, sometimes even on gates and fence posts, and he also joined a literary society for juveniles. His first works got published by the local newspaper, The Drawed Independent, when he was just 14, and not long after that he won the patronage and support from the Anglo-Irish landlord and famous fantasy novelist Lord Dunsany. And it was through these contacts that Ledwidge was introduced to a number of the famous members of the literary revival in Ireland, including the likes of W.B. Yeats, Thomas MacDonagh, Catherine Tynan, James Stevens, and George Russell. Lord Dunsany continued to support and mentor him, and provided him access to the extensive Dunsany Castle Library, and also helped prepare some of his early works. Despite his close association with Lord Dunsany, Ledwidge a keen patriot and nationalist, was very familiar with the writings of James Connolly and also had a keen interest in the conditions of the working man. He was the co-founder of the Slane branch of the Meath Labour Union and was a founder member of the Slane branch of the Irish Volunteers. He remained a member of the Irish Volunteers, but with the outbreak of World War I in 1914, Ledwidge nonetheless enlisted in the British Army joining Lord Dunsany's regiment, the 5th Battalion Royal Inniskillen Fusiliers. Ironically, this was against the wishes of Lord Dunsany, who actually offered him a stipend not to take part in the war effort. It was speculated that Ledwidge went to war because his sweetheart had found a new suitor. However, Ledwidge wrote quite forcefully that he could not stand aside while others sought to defend Irish freedom. He saw action in Turkey during the Gallipoli campaign and later in Serbia. A badly inflamed back resulted in him being treated at the Western General Hospital in Manchester. And it was while in Manchester that he heard about the 1916 Easter Rebellion in Dublin and the execution by the British of his good friend and fellow poet Thomas MacDonagh. Ledwidge returned to the Belgian front but was killed on the 31st of July along with five others, when a shell exploded while working to repair a road in a small village in the province of Ypres, and is buried in the Artillery Wood Military Cemetery in Belgium. Much of Ledwich's work was published in newspapers and journals in Ireland and in the UK, and the only work published in book form during his lifetime was the original Songs of the Fields in 1915. A second volume, Songs of Peace, was in preparation when Ledwich died, and following the war, 
Lord Dunsany arranged for more of Ledwich's work to be published, first in a third and final new volume called Last Songs, and then later in an anthology in 1919. A stone tablet commemorates Ledwich in the island of Ireland's Peace Park in Belgium, and his work as a peasant poet and soldier poet, once standard part of the Irish school curriculum, faded from view for many decades of the 20th century. Its intensity, coupled with a revived interest in his period, has restored us to life. As this is a lament to one of his closest friends, you may ask, who is Thomas McDonough? And luckily, my father has a detailed knowledge and passion for this part of Irish history in particular, so it was great to ask him to prepare a short bio on him. So thanks, Dad. Thomas McDonough, an Irish poet, playwright, teacher and political activist, was born in Clock Jordan, County Tipperary in 1878. And a teacher by trade, in 1908 he became headmaster in the Irish language school St. Endless College, which was founded by Porrick Pierce. He joined the Irish Republican Brotherhood in 1915 and was the officer in charge at the funeral of O'Donovan Rossa in Glasnevin in August of that year. And then the following year, in the Easter Rising of 1916, he was the commander of the volunteer forces at Jacob's Biscuit Factory. He was one of the seven signatories on the 1916 proclamation and on May the 3rd was executed along with Porrick Pierce and Tom Clark in Kilmenham Jail. He was married to Muriel Gifford, whose sister Grace was married to Joseph Plunkett, who was also executed. Grace Gifford is forever immortalised in the song Grace, made famous by Jim McCann, the Dubliners, the Coronas, and most recently by Rod Stewart. As we now know, Lament for Thomas McDonough is a poem written by Francis Ledwich for his close friend Thomas McDonough, who was executed for his role in the Easter Rising. The Easter Rising is often called a poet's rebellion because so many of the organisers were writers, such as Thomas McDonough and Porrick Pierce. And similarly, Francis Ledwich's poem blends natural imagery and political sentiments. Lament for Thomas McDonough explores the themes of rebirth throughout, bringing in images of springtime, the Christian resurrection, and political renewal. But as always, I will leave the interpretation up to yourselves. Lament for Thomas McDonough by Francis Ledwich He shall not hear the bittern cry in the wild skies where he's lain, nor voices of the sweeter birds above the wailing of the rain. Nor shall he know when loud march blows through slanting snows her fanfare shrill, blowing to flame the golden cup of many an upset daffodil. And when the dark cow leaves the moor and pastures poor with greedy weeds, Perhaps he'll hear her lord mourn, lifting her horn in pleasant meads. The wonderful Francis Ledwich Museum is in Slane in County Meath, and it is the actual cottage birthplace of Francis Ledwich himself. And links to the website are included in the show notes below.
And I've also included links to a special edition of RTE's Nationwide, which commemorated the life and works of the Poet of the Blackbird. And for those of you who like the song Grace, links to the versions by Jim McCann, the Coronas and Rod Stewart are all included in the show notes below. Well, we're coming to the end of this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed the reading and a little bit of background to Lament for Thomas McDonough. And if you have enjoyed, can I ask a favour? And I guess if you don't ask, you'll never get. So please subscribe to My Poetry Readings wherever you get your podcasts, or indeed the YouTube channel. And if you think anybody else would like to join us on this journey, please share with them also. And if you're up to it, a review on Apple Podcasts would also help spread the word. And you can also follow the podcast on our Facebook and other social media platforms. And all these links are included in the show notes below. I would love to hear any feedback or comments, either good, bad or indifferent, that you may have. Or indeed, any suggestions that you have for a future reading. Now, I'm off to sharpen that quill for the next episode. Thanks very much for listening. Till next time. Slong of all.